Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Dave, season one, episode 10, Jail, is the final episode of season one. And if you're not, if you have not watched the show, Dave, the FX show, also available on Hulu, then I would recommend skipping this episode unless you want to get spoiled on every aspect of the episode. But that's what I'm doing here, talking about every aspect of this episode, giving my thoughts and opinions. It takes me about 45 minutes to talk about a 25-minute show. So let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. Uh, so if that's something you're into, let's get it started with an amazing episode, I might say. This episode starts off with basically eight minutes of a rap musical, I would say, or the music video of a little Dicky rap song that is a it's it has a story to it. And this story that's being rapped and in the beginning of this episode for eight minutes, the first third of this movie, this movie, this episode is little Dicky rapping and seeing the the story that he's rapping about play out. And this story is starts off with him on stage with Gaeta, like while they're on tour or doing all these shows that they're doing now and how crazy he's being on stage, humping the monitor speakers, climbing up on the scaffolding. And there's a situation where he wants to go crazy. And the, the, the audience is, like, chanting to show his dick. And instead of showing his dick, he shows his balls. And the crowd goes crazy. He ends up going to the green room of the show, the venue, where there are cops. And he's super stoked because of the popularity of his show that they have to beef up, beef up security at this venue to kind of keep things in order. And, he, you know, Dave is, like, stoked about this. But that's not why the cops are there. The cops are there because Dave exposed himself on stage. So he gets arrested. He goes to jail. There's the trial. and But meanwhile, this is all being wrapped beautifully. Amazing. Like, I want to see Dave... Like, I'm surprised there's not a whole episode. And I don't know if he did this at all in season two. I don't think he did. Hopefully season three, Dave Bird, if you're listening, make an episode like the beginning of this. I mean, you did eight minutes. Have the episode all wrap. Although, yes, yes, I would, I would love that. I think... That would be amazing. That would be amazing. If that was the final episode of season three, like you want to talk about, I mean, the final episodes of each of these, of these seasons are, are knock out of the park. Just grand slams. So he gets arrested, goes to jail, goes to trial. All, all kinds of people testify against him. He ends up, you know, being held guilty of exposing himself to minors, because, of course, there were kids in the audience. He's on a bus to jail next to some tweaker. 
He gets to jail, you know, undressed. He's got to got to get the cavity search, got to spread his cheeks, he's got to squat, he's got to rake the balls. He's got to let those uh let those officers get up in there to make sure he's not sneaking in any drugs or any files or any any contraband of that of that sort. Lifting up his balls, he's got to cough. His biggest worry is if rape is a, a real thing in prison, which is very understandable. Anybody going to prison, anybody going to jail for the first time, that's got to be a worry, especially for Dave because he exposed himself. It is, you know, technically, uh, what, child endangerment or something like that. I don't know what the actual charges are, but it's not good. It's not something you want the other people to know about in prison. So he's worried. He doesn't know what to go with. He's talking to his cellmate. Cellmate's trying to give him advice of what group to to team up with. Now, he can't go with the white dudes because they clearly know he's Jewish. And the white dudes in prison are all, you know, skinhead, neo-Nazi, you know, white supremacists. So it's either he's got to team up with the Mexicans or the black dudes. Of course, Dave, being a rapper, being somebody who is uh, definitely steeped in hip-hop culture, which is an art form created by African-Americans, he wants to go with being, you know, getting in with the black dudes. So cut to he's playing basketball, right? And he's not just playing basketball. He is dominating on the court, right? Just just like nothing but net. Three-pointers, two-pointers, pull-up jump shots, nothing but net. High fives all around, right? He's getting in with the black dudes. Until one guy gets word of what he did, stops the game, tells everybody. Now, of course, he's not going accurate with these charges that he's being that he was found guilty for he said he was you know obviously a pedophile and that he was raping kids which is not true he just showed his balls and dave's trying to you know trying to say his his side of the story but they don't want to hear it don quixote doesn't want to hear it the rest of the inmates don't want to hear it he ends up getting getting uh beaten up gets in a fight so now he's worried now he's worried because he's going to get raped. So he's got an idea. Dave's got an idea that he's going to give willing head, right? Like if that's what these guys want, instead of them forcing themselves on me, I'm going to get ahead of this and I'm going to preemptively suck their dicks. Because that's better than rape. I mean, willing head is much better than rape. I think we can all be I think I think all of humanity's on that same page. Same page. So even he goes through the trouble to put up a a sign up sheet in the cafeteria for people to sign up, get their spot of willing head from Dave. And as he's walking back to his cell, he passes by the showers. And, you know, the the guard, you know, kind of bounces out because who's in the showers? That's right. Don Quixote's in the showers. 
and he pulls Dave in. And Dave, not, not even hesitating, goes right to getting prepared to give Willing Head. It's a very, very sensual part of the rap. This whole time, rap, 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 all of this stuff, going to jail, Willing Head, Don Quixote in the shower, about to give, going down on him, getting on his knees. And then pause, we're brought out of this musical hip-hop version of reality that this episode started in and now we're in the meeting room of the record label that dave decided to sign with in the last episode it was all back and forth with him is he going to sign is he not going to sign they're offering him two hundred fifty thousand dollars. he signed and now he's in a meeting with Mike and the rest of the the people that are, you know, assigned to him at this label. They pause the track, which Dave wants to be his first single. And he's not happy because there's six minutes more. This has been an eight-minute rap musical scene of this show. And there's still six minutes left. Just over halfway. There's a black dude in the meeting. Not very happy with this. He's offended. Considering the justice system. He doesn't want this to be taken the wrong way. But Dave assures him. Dave knows how this song ends. Because how this song ends, it wraps it all around. Makes it all critical of the judicious system. But we never hear it. The Many Faces is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that I started many years ago. I release a new face every day. But go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. And you'll save 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said, let's get back to the show. But anyway, Dave's trying to sell it. They unpause it to hear more. So we're back in the showers with Dave and, and Don Quixote. And while he's sucking him, he decides to bite his dick off and spit the dick out. In, in beautiful slow motion. Still rap. Back to rap. Paused again. Just too offensive. It's too offensive. Rap is not okay. Right? And this is not something Dave is prepared for. Because when Dave signed with these people, when he first had their meeting, he was assured that he would be given complete creative control. That there would not be any notes. And now it is all notes. So Dave is not happy because he's got this masterpiece. He's got this 14-minute 
epic jailhouse play of rap, of hip-hop, that he has, he has created from blood, sweat, and tears. And he's not there to show these people, to show these record executives to get their okay. He's not there to, to, to get a sign-off of any kind. He's there just to show them what he worked on, what he's created. But that's not what they're doing. They're trying to change. They're trying to change Dave Bird. And Mike is trying to find some kind of common ground that they can come to. But Dave doesn't want to budge. The label is not happy. Mike is willing to compromise with the label. But it's not working because Dave is not willing. Dave is not willing whatsoever. And he was promised creative control. And in Dave's opinion, that meeting with those executives at that label trying to change his art, that is the real jail. Not this fictional jail that he was rapping about. The real jail for Dave Bird is in that meeting room with his label where they're trying to change his artwork. And this will not stand. This will not stand. And Dave walks out. Cut to the outside of the building. You got Mike and Dave going at it. Obviously, Mike, the businessman, the guy who set this deal up that has had nothing but headaches from dealing with Dave to try and drag Dave into some kind of monetary success. Kicking and screaming, Dave Bird is being dragged into making money. But Dave, like so many artists, like myself, hate having to take notes. Hate having people who don't have any creative ability Tell a creative person how to change. So still, despite the fact I see it's two sides to this coin, I agree 100% with Dave being the artist that he is and me as the audience member wanting to hear the rest of this rap. But also, we do live in a capitalist society where you have to make money. So... There's always going to be concessions. There's always going to be compromise. Because that's just, it's just nothing is, nothing works out exactly like you want it. This fairy tale romantic idea of what an artist, this freedom an artist has. Anytime an artist signs up with a big corporation to do something, you, you are selling a piece of your soul. It's just how it works. You don't get it. You, you can only. There's the only people that are able to do that is after they've gained success. They can rust, wrestle back their soul, potentially. But in the beginning, it's just like it's it's almost it's almost a necessary evil in a lot of ways. So Dave's not happy. Dave wants out of the deal because he was told creative control, and it's not happening. And he's not happy with Mike. He's telling Mike to do his job. Which I feel bad for Mike, because he did do his job. Mike has been very successful at doing his job. But, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's difficult merging art and commerce. And Dave is very, very unmovable when it comes to 
when it comes to that. Cut to Dave is now back at uh, either at home, yeah, back at home, uh, venting to Emma. Emma is there. And uh, asking her, because she's a graphic artist, she's into producing different forms of artwork. She can relate to Dave on a creative, what it's like to be a creative person. Asking So Dave asking her if she would ever compromise her art for money. Meanwhile, the reason why she's there is to go over his logos, which as a graphic designer, she has countless variations of because graphic design is the definition of compromising your art for money. It's something I've dipped my toe in and hate. Like, I would hate myself becoming a graphic designer because that is a job where your entire existence is compromising your art, being told and directed by people who are not creative, who are not artists, what to do, what they would prefer, making your work less good with their ideas. So it's hilarious that Dave is venting to her about this lack of control he has. Meanwhile, even in this small project where she's probably not even getting paid by Dave, she's got all these logos. And Dave settled on one that was already ready to go, no changes, bibbidi-bobbidi-boot. It was great, which she was stoked about. And then Dave asking about Allie which after the last episode, they had the big fight and Dave left alone, clearly signifying that they are no longer together. Heartbreaking, I know, but he's talking, he's asking Emma about her, and Emma doesn't want to get in the middle of any of that. She doesn't want just the fact that she's friends with, roommates with Allie, she doesn't want to be this go-between type of a whatever. She tells him to, you know, ask her himself. Cut to Dave now showing listen, Benny Blanco. He's over at Benny Blanco's house, who's just finished listening to the entire single, all 14 minutes of his track entitled Jail. And Benny Blanco parrots the words that Dave was saying in the meeting of how in the end of this song, it refers to and makes huge points about the justice system and how amazing and like beautifully uh, epic it is. And Benny's all about it. He loves the track. And he's got an idea. It's like, fuck the label. Go leak this song on the Breakfast Club. I can hook this up. Obviously, Benny Blanco, huge producer. He can hook it up. And he sells it to Dave as a win-win. It's like, listen, you can go on Breakfast Club. You'll, you'll drop this song. And either everybody's going to love the song, in which case your label's going to stay with you and allow you to do whatever you want because you clearly have proven yourself to be an artist that 
knows what they're doing, knows how to speak to the masses, or people aren't going to like it, your label's going to drop you, and that's what you want to do anyway. You want to dump your label and go independent anyway, or maybe go for another label. So doing this will allow you to do that. So it's a win-win for Dave in Benny Blanco's eyes. So Benny on the side of Dave in this one. But also, it's easy to be rebellious from the position of somebody who's massively successful. The for Benny, it's 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 he can, he can get away with a lot because he's he's a proven success in the in the industry. Whereas Dave, you know, you can you can make the wrong move and kind of uh, spoil your career from from uh, making bad moves and being somebody that is quote unquote difficult to work with. So Benny sets it up. Cut to uh, Mike and Dave are at dinner. Mike is showing, or Dave is showing Mike that he got him hooked up on the bref- Breakfast Club, and that uh, you know that he's going to leak the track on there. And uh, Mike is Mike's trying to get him to, you know, not he's not happy with that idea. Uh, he tells Dave that uh, he's he quit his job that uh he when he got the deal when he set up the deal to sign with that label mike quit his job uh but after their argument uh he tried to get it back because you know as far as mike knows his only client is very unhappy with this deal and looking to now sabotage the deal so mike very much in an in a, in a place where his future is not anywhere in his hands, uh, especially when it comes to Dave, and he's relying on Dave uh, to hopefully make the right decision because he is now he's he's invested, and he doesn't want to go back to his old life. He wants to be successful with Dave. They both want success. Uh, it's just the the way Dave wants success uh, is is more difficult than what Mike is offering. Uh, cut to now, uh, Dave is in studio waiting for Els, uh, attempting, thinking about, contemplating, sending Allie a text, uh, but decides not to. Els walks in. We find out Els is going to be going on tour with Trippy Red and and uh Dave not stoked cuz Dave is so in his head only caring about himself like the selfish selfishness level of Dave is he's already lost his relationship he is about to lose his friendship with Mike and about to lose this business deal with this label about to lose his his manager and Mike as well. Now his producer is leaving, but not because of Dave, but because he's gotten this opportunity to work with a substantial artist, somebody who's putting things out in the world at a different level than Dave. And instead of being happy and supportive for his friend, Dave is selfish. And angry that Els is leaving him. And pouty. 
but they you know they 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 go over beats and the first beat he plays dave loves and asks him to put it on hold forever uh you know because dave is still because dave is dave he's like very hard-nosed about some things and then when it comes to the actual like creative process of things very open-ended very open-ended and it's like well let's play it by ear i want this thing i want this track on hold for me because you know it, it i i don't know how long it will take me to to create something around it but i love it so we have that moment with with els another person kind of not necessarily i don't know if he i don't think he he told him about his plan to to do it but it is just kind of a scene to show you that els is moving on as well join inspired disorder plus today head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join membership includes members only discounts and deals you get access to the ray taylor show completely ad free as well as bonus episodes you get access to the complete live painting archive you also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. Cut to now, Dave in the airport, about to fly to New York on his way to go be a guest on The Breakfast Club where he's going to leak this track. Uh, he's trying to... He's got his Hulu opened up on his laptop. Uh, it says it's signed into too many devices, uh, so he ends up uh, changing the password. Uh, which will have locked out Allie. Uh, but after he changes the password, it kind of gives him uh, a reason to text Allie now. And uh, he, you know, tells her that he changed the password and realized that she, you know, will probably be locked out. So he gives her the new password and uh, tells her that he misses her. And staring at his phone you see the three little dots show up very momentarily and then instantaneously right after the three dots disappear you see that the message just gets a a generic thumbs up which is very it's a bummer i've i've definitely been there <laughs> where you send you send the message you send a message to somebody that you're expecting much more than just a thumbs up and and what you get is the most like whatever response the most the the complete opposite response that you're not even opposite i mean it is a response that's so much like it's not even negative right it's not positive it's not negative it's just uh, the the least amount of response you can give right it's not it's not the opposite of love is not hate it's indifference and that thumbs up was indifference cut to 
he's in New York. He's in the green room at the radio station waiting to go on air. Gata's there. Mike is there. Mike's kind of popping around doing his different things. Gata has a little talk with, with Dave. Gata is not into this. Because that is another person whose career is is attached to this. It's not just Dave who is part of this record deal. You know, this benefits Mike. This benefits Gata. And Gata tries to communicate that to, to Dave. You know, still being supportive, but not doesn't think that it's a good idea and doesn't think that it's going to you know it's 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 a very short-term win and a long-term loss uh but gata is still there still still supporting dave now they're in studio dave giving hugs giving shake handshakes to to all these people he's meeting for the first time gata's in studio as well uh one of the label one of the people from the meeting earlier from the label they show up mike confronts him the label's like you did you not think we were gonna find out and mike still trying to do what he can for his client for his friend for dave trying to keep this guy from the label out of the room because he doesn't want this label guy to stop him because that's it's up to dave this is not something a label's going to change. If Mike can't change Dave's mind, if Gata can't change Dave's mind, then the record label, the quote-unquote man, isn't going to walk in and successfully stop Dave from doing whatever he wants to do. So Mike keeps the, the guy from the label out of the studio the people on the the broadcast they're they're you know kind of kind of giving dave they're interrogating dave right they're they're nitpicking in the fact that he introduces himself as dave and not little dicky so he kind of like he's explaining that they kind of get into him about cultural appropriation and 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 you know a white guy in a black art form and and how he feels he exists in that um and then also bringing gata to the mic uh and kind of talking criticizing the fact that dave has uh, you know like always oh, what do you got like a token black guy is this your is this your guy that that kind of helps you get your foot into the door of hip-hop and of course gata being the positive person that gata is is 100% backing his friend uh and of course you know Gata having experience in hip-hop being hype men being on tour with people before he adds that experience to Dave's crew so very like contentious where it's like for the first time Dave is like having to justify himself having to kind of answer to people that he has respect for despite the fact that they're they're being critical towards him but gata shows all the love and it ends up getting dave a kiss which is something that dave tried to get a kiss from gata back when they were at his parents house 
back when he tucked Gata in in the basement before their show in Philadelphia. Gata gives him a nice little kiss on the cheek. It's a very sweet moment. It's a moment where Dave is very happy as well. You know, and we've seen that they're, you know, that Dave and him, like, it's not, it's their relationship is is legitimate. That they are, f- like, best friends. Like, they are part, he's, Gata is legitimately part of their group. He's not, like, just uh, a guy that he brought in just so he can connect with a black audience. And in the last moment... When the, you know, the, the hosts of the Breakfast Club, club they warm up to Dave. They mention that he's there for a specific reason to drop this new track that he's been working on to release it live on the Breakfast Club. In that moment, Dave has a moment of clarity and backs out. Because he realizes, he realizes that it's not just him that it's Dave, that it's Gata, that it's Mike, that it's Els. It's not just Dave. And he makes an excuse, says it's not right, and instead decides to rap for them live, which in itself is a very risky thing. Because if you do that poorly, I mean, that's, it's, it's really putting all the pressure on Dave in that moment. But Dave rises to the occasion and he ends the episode with him basically freestyling everything that is about about him, about his crew, about what he's doing. It's 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 encapsulating what the first season was, all the things we've learned from the first season. It's also reminiscent of Eight Mile at the end of Eight Mile when B Rabbit does he talks all of the shit about himself before his opponent ever gets the opportunity to you know it's dave talking about the fact that he's got hypocinesis which i probably said that word wrong uh hypospadias he's got two dick holes on his shaft talks about all of his all of his problems all the problems that everybody has all of his issues in his life and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful way to end not only the episode, but end the the season with Dave freestyling, doing the thing, which is something that when I first heard or saw Little Dicky was on World Star Hip Hop, just scrolling through World Star Hip Hop in bed. Like I used to literally wake up every morning. And the first thing I would do would be grab my tablet and just scroll World Star Hip Hop, watch all the different fight videos, watch the free freestyle videos, and one of those was and a bunch of them were were Lil Dicky freestyling, and he's great at it. And that's how it ends. So we never get to hear that last six minutes of that track, but the way this episode starts off is beautiful. Like, I want a whole episode in that kind of style. I don't like him and Gata give Gata some opportunities to to do some rapping on the on the show. You know, that would be great. Even Mike, get everybody just to have a whole like hip hop musical like Hamilton, but actually good rap, like like good rap uh, performed by by voices that are, are very 
much uh, more pleasant to listen to than than Hamilton. Uh, not that ha- Hamilton's great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but anyway, that is the final episode of season one of Dave uh, for the season. Uh, uh, some highs, some lows. You know, D- Dave and Allie no longer together. You got L's going off producing for Trippy Red. You got Emma's working with Dave. Uh, we know that Dave used to be an ad man. That came up again uh, in his freestyle, how he used to work at this ad agency. Uh, we got, obviously, Dave still with his label. You got Mike doesn't have to quit his job. Gata doesn't have to worry about trying just starting all over again you know dave didn't didn't throw his career away before it got started so a great kind of a rise of a story in that first season a lot of funny stuff uh and a great way to end the season a great way to end the episode uh next week i will be starting off with season two of dave season two episode one which is entitled International Gander. Uh, So I'm looking forward to recapping season two, uh, which is a crazy season as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I hope everybody enjoyed this season. And I hope you enjoy it. Like, I want to hear, like, that first eight minutes. Like, I had to check the timer on on while I was watching the video to see how long because it's so great. It's such a great opening to this episode. Just eight minutes of fire. Um, so good. Anyway, till next week. It's been Dave, Season 1, Episode 10, Jail. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.